Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of the Energize Podcast. I'm your host, Clay Davis. One fun fact about me is that I'm doing a podcast right now, but that's not really that fun. Um, I used to do Sudoku puzzles when I was little. They were really fun, and I had a great time doing them. You know, my grandma introduced them to me, or a math class introduced them to me, and I've been doing them ever since, and it's just been a lot of fun. I have one guest today in the wonderful world of Ithaca College. Please introduce yourself and tell me one fun fact about you. Hi, I am Jay Bradley, a friend, acquaintance, acquaintance and work partner of Clay Davis right here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, fun fact about me is I yes. can, unlike our host here, I consider podcasting to be quite a fun time. It is a fun time. <laughs> what did I say? It wasn't a fun time? Yeah, you said it wasn't. No, you it said, is a fun time. You said, unlike hosting a podcast, I thought Sudoku was fun. No, I meant <laughs> in the sense of like, it's not a fun fact because this, because it's not a fact. It's already set in stone that I'm doing a podcast right now. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Doesn't that's it make fair. sense? Uh, fun fact about me. Yeah, is, dude. Uh, I like to snowboard, but I haven't gone this year yet. I don't know why. I think just scheduling and everything. I, I have not been able to. I've never done a winter sport besides never. ice skating. Uh, I don't like, skating. yeah, I've never been to like a ski resort or anything like that. Like winter vacations are just not me and my family sort of thing. We usually go on summer vacations to the beach. Have you ever like water skied or anything like that? No, I don't. Well, I mean, I've, uh. Yeah, no, I've no, I've jet skied. No, not jet skied. Um, what's the thing where like you're on a tube? Yeah, and just like tu- you, just tubing. Yeah, tubing. I guess. I mean, that's like close to winter and like summer. Yeah, it's, activities that it's I've had. Similar. Like if you've water skied before, you know how to snow ski. Before. It's similar enough. Uh, snowboarding, however, is very weird and different. And it took it took me like a year and a half to like actually like get it. You know. Uh, if you don't wear a helmet, you kind of get screwed over. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah. The only thing I know from winter skiing is from South Park, where you do the pizza <laughs> and the fries. The, I just know that. The most inaccurate thing. Is know. that actually how it is? I don't know. I, I never really skied much. I'm, I'm more of a water skier than a snow skier. Um, but snowboarding is like really weird because you have to shift your entire body like weight to one side or another to like do a sharp turn. Uh, but it's it's really fun. It's really like meditative, relaxing. Even though you're like moving really fast, it's really like so scary. Have you ever been injured while injured? skiing? No, I've been I've been really lucky actually. The only the only injury I've kind of received from that sort of thing was um, just like landing really hard on my back and it just was sore for a couple of days. But like not nothing really. Severe, but you were I, getting I, in the trenches of winter skiing. No, I, I that's do, pretty much I what do, happened. I do know some people who did get hurt, though. It's 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 hard, and you can mess up, and it's uh, it can really hurt if you don't know how to fall right. I mean, I've watched so many clips of Olympians fall and tumble, no matter what they're doing, snowboarding, oh, yeah. uh, skiing. The, the it doesn't matter. Those people have to do is just nuts. Like they are pushing their bodies and their minds to like the fullest capacity to do. Like, I can't imagine just going down that super slope or that super, like, uh, just high slope and turning your brain off. Well, not turning your brain off, but you know what I mean? Like, all fear is just gone and going as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. No, it is. And what comes to mind for me about one of the most traumatic sports in the winter sphere is definitely – Lunging, right? Isn't that what it's called? Uh, or luge? What is that? What is it? The luge, or what? Whatever it's called. It <laughs> sounds like the French the Louvre. It sounds is like it, that. Are you, you're talking about like the one man, like yeah, like bobsled. Yeah, like bobsledding. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's terrifying. I mean, they're going at speeds that like not even real humans can reach, or a car, like a standard car, can reach. Yeah, no, they're going like. It's like NASCAR. It's like, like NASCAR that. speed, and it's just and it's you got to do it on a tiny sled. And you're going to have so much strength in both your legs and both your arms at the same time to be able to gravity pull yourself into one direction and another. I think it was – I don't know if it was the last Winter Olympics in Korea or – no, I think it was Sochi. I think it was in Russia where someone did die like in the training before the Olympics. Someone died doing that event. Do you know how they died? I think there was just a crash, like a really bad crash. Uh, yeah, but aren't they, aren't they in like a – 
already a tight, compact area where they can't crash um, already? Well, in it, it's tight and compact, but like you're going that speed, your your sled is basically just razor blades attached to a platform. Like it's there's a lot of opportunity to mess up and really mess yourself up. But um, I mean. It's it's really impressive to watch and it's yeah. Like, Godspeed to yeah. all those people that are able to do it. Yeah, I mean totally. I think I I'd love to be able to talk to like someone who's like training to be an Olympian, but like is out of college. You know, I, I remember someone was talking to me about uh, someone they knew. I think it was Sarah Habakowitz or Bakowitz was mentioning. Is that a yeah. student here? Yeah, she's a student. She's a senior. Uh, she does six degrees for uh, Ithaca now. Uh, which is a great little podcast. If you go to WICB News, uh, there's a six degree series. It's really good. Uh, but she was talking about how like there was this like figure skater, like Olympic level figure skater in Cornell, I think, and just the pressure to do be able to be a top athlete and also be a student is like oh, it's I'd, so I'd hard. It's I think hard. I've talked about it on the podcast before, or maybe a radio show that I've done before. It's D3 athletes, oh you got to give a lot of respect to them. Yeah. You know, because you think, oh, it's at a less competitive level because it's not D1, mm-hmm. it's not D2, which a lot of people are confused about. D2 is just as high as D1, but they're working hard, you know? Yeah. You know, they have a tight-knit schedule that they must follow, and if they break through the cracks, it could all be lost. You've got you've got to love this sport. You really got to. Yeah. you got to be dedicated to it. Like, I uh, I had a friend who's a diver. I know some people who do swimming, that it's just so much time out of your day. That, like, imagine imagine taking, like, 18 credits on top of that or something like that. I mean, it's, yeah. Or even, like, Yeah, because most of these athletes are taking PT because yeah. Ithaca oh, has God, a great yeah. physical therapy a, program. It's re- that, uh, let me just say something about that. It's really funny how the rest, like, the, the famous majors that I see are very, like, I don't know, like performance entertainment based, I would say. Like, yeah, uh, music. Like I think music, music and the park school dominate music, most majors theater, at the school. Yep. Uh, park school, they're very like entertainment ish oriented. But then you have like <laughs> just PT, human sciences, that's physiology, that sort of thing. That school is really good. So it's just this one that doesn't quite fit in. Yeah, not, exactly. Not to say that like the business faculty or the other faculty are like, they aren't good, but like, those aren't what this school is known. Yeah, for, exactly. Know? No, I, I totally agree. And I forgot what I was going to say, but <laughs> um, I think, yeah, just you got to give them the credit that they deserve. Yeah. I think for sure. What? Oh yeah. Um. So when you were talking about the, uh, the figure skater, yeah. I think there was Olympians that were training here last year. Really? That were the Chinese team. I don't remember what they were, what sport it was. But I remember I read it in the Ithaca, which is the Ithaca newspaper yeah. here, and it was very interesting to see because why Ithaca College? Why not one of these big up. time colleges? Yeah, very well, we strange. Have a, we have a very, if it's something to do with aquatics, we have a really good uh, aquatic swimming diving facility. Uh, we have a nice indoor track. Too, we do so in the A and E Center. Yeah, A and E Center, the giant. It's basically a pitch to the, come to IC if you're no finger, longer here. Like. <laughs> sent the, the sent down the down the mountain towards the rest of the the Tompkins County. Um, Why do you call it a middle finger? I've heard someone said that. It's just what? Like, that's, our, that's our middle finger towards Cornell or something like that. Even though it's not pointed at Cornell. Did you know at Cornell you can take you you have to take like a swimming or a PE class in order think, to graduate? I think you should. I, I think. Well, Why you is that? Obviously exempt. Like if you take a club. In my opinion, I think if you take like a club sport or uh d3 sport obviously you should be exempt from that but i think i think at least a swim swim lesson thing would be very helpful like of course have like a disability late waiver or something like that but i think it's just something that a lot of people especially if you grew up like in a city or somewhere where you're not really exposed to like quote-unquote nature or like just don't go swimming much you like it, it's just something everyone i think should know like how to just basically like swim or like i don't i don't know about like phys ed requirements specifically but yeah i know adults that don't even know how to swim yeah I it's think, crazy i think swimming is i uh, okay i'm biased i have gone to a lake house like almost all summers of my life i have where's <laughs> the lake house jay uh, it's in uh kind of northern pa near brackney pa Laurel Lake. It's just a nice little, nice uh, little family, nice little family lake. outing. 
little. Oh, it's a nice little leg. leg. Ah, it, it's it's. I'm, I'm not. It's not anything special. No, I'm not like rich or anything. Don't get that impression. It's a nice little like hut, basically. Well, not a hut. You'd be nice drowning in that lake money. I am not. I am not. Trust me. I am here because I have a scholarship here. That is, that wow. is the reason. But Jay, smart man, coming to IC with this scholarship. I don't know. But I just know I wouldn't be able to pay. I wouldn't want to pay full tuition here. That's all I'm saying. But I wouldn't <laughs> want to either. Oh, my God. Yeah, it would be terrible. Yeah, I have multiple scholarships. Sucks. Yeah. You know what also sucks? Uh, Towers Dining Hall. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine with the... Uh, they changed you don't it. like the switch? Listen, they they changed it to the food court. I think that's a fine. I, I have no problem with the food court. My problem is that they're charging so much for like the burgers and stuff that like the bonus bucks are worth less. And also like they did this change very recently. This is just they you can't use your like school bucks unless you order through Grubhub. You can't just walk well, up. Well, I say, think the like, problem, yeah, burger, yeah, yeah, like and pay with your bonus box. You you have to go through Grubhub, which is just a weird. Well, thing. I think the problem is that they were having is that people were starting to steal, which just didn't really make any sense because you can't steal the bird like because it wasn't your name. Like yeah, I'm the, very all confused. the other stuff you can still like walk up, grab it, go, bring it over, and it's like I want to pay with bonus box. So I it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't I, know I why they made that it. switch. Um, yeah, but um. That's funny because I think you only you said that because we're transitioning into our all-star dining hall lineup. <laughs> Yay! Well, explain, so exciting. So basically I come up with um so basically I was thinking about this for topics that we could talk about. Yeah. And I think we should talk about all the characters in the dining hall that we have <laughs> to deal with on an everyday basis and form almost like a basketball team with both the terrace, <laughs> campus center, and Towers employees. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the employees. Like other than the people I know personally, I don't like keep track of the employees super well. All I know is that guy, uh, the guy who's in charge of the kosher kitchen, is champ. Oh yes, I. That was like, one guy I didn't even consider. He is. He is my which, favorite. Wait, which one? The older gentleman that's like shorter, or the yeah, taller the, one? The older guy with the beard. You know. He, or well, not like Super Bowl, but like. Oh, he's the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy. His, the he is an all star right there. That's yeah, an all star. That's an all star staffer the right there. The food there is the only one I can always trust. You know. Damn. Like, wow, it, that's really something. Good. Saying something about I'm dining. Not, I'm not Jewish. I, uh, I. But you know, I won't turn down a good. <laughs> I'm gonna switch religions now because of that man. He, does, he, does, he doesn't, like, have, like, a uh, checklist, like, are you Jewish or not? He's just like, you want kosher food? I'm like, yeah, I'll, I won't turn it Which down. I think is good. Huh? Yeah. I, I think it's good. Think you it's know, good. you're accepting all different groups of people, mm-hmm. bringing diversity into the equation yeah. for people that want to try different foods. And I think they should do that for all different types of foods. Like, you know, they should have an Indian section. Well, the station, thing is, they've tried, like, a... like, Indian food here, but it's not. <laughs> it's not good. They it's don't know good. how to... Yeah, the the problem is is that they don't know how to properly cook it, so yeah, that's a huge problem. We have so yes, I agree with that. Man is great. Also, um, shout out to, I think there's a lot more CC characters than there is Terrace Dining Hall characters. I would agree with that. There's the man that I think can't really walk, but he swipes the. The card, your ID card, really fast. So fast, it's like so me- fast, it's like blinding. It's like, sp- it's like Sonic the Hedgehog. And then he holds it out and just like yeah, so perfectly hands it out to you. Like, do you think he's trying to impress? He's beautiful. You think he's in a competition for like you know at other schools? Man, in the- I, I think he's just a driven individual who wants to do <laughs> his job the best possible way it can be done. He's just he's <laughs> in a competition for fastest swipes. You know, he's competing with SUNY Binghamton, SUNY Oswego, Syracuse like, University. Like hidden like league of swipers. Between oh my all the, god! Like, CNY universities that they have to like compete over. There's like swipeies. Swipeies. Swipeies gloves. It's like dining hall awards, you know. Dining hall Oscars. Dining hall Oscars. Uh, oh my god, that's so funny. Have you seen Parasite yet? I've not seen oh Parasite. God. Oh my god, I know everybody's been mad at me because I haven't seen a bunch of movies and I pretend like I know what they are, but they're I don't really know what they are. That's okay. Like. I don't blame you for not watching them, obviously. Like, we all have limited time. But, like, if you get the time and have, like, a nice night you want to just chill and watch something, Parasite's very good. 
I think I just don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay like three dollars. I know. Dollars on Amazon. I know. Which isn't bad. It's not bad. I don't know why I keep on putting it off, but it's okay. So other All Star lineup. Oh my God! There's my friend Jay. Wow. I'm your friend Jay. Yeah. That's my other friend Jay, but he spells yeah, it with are, an I instead of a Y. We are set up in the Emerson Hall uh, lounge in Ithaca College, and there's beautiful sunshine. I have different people. Right outside. I have different. I have different locations every yeah. week because I can't find a stable location. Clay's a hobo. I am a hobo. <laughs> I don't have a home. Don't tell me I don't have a home because I don't have one. I'm sorry. I don't know. The only the only thing uh, the only other characters I can think of in the dining hall that really get like stick out to me are the there's these two girls who always make sandwiches on the weekends, and in which dining hall is in, this? In CC. Okay. And they never make it well. <laughs> the only way, like I, I say, like. Oh, just like, hey, can I have a little bit of honey mustard on this? And she's like, okay. And puts like all of the, uh, all of the uh, spinach on like one side of the sandwich and just clobs on It's all obnoxious. The it's like a Subway employee. And then just, okay, no, I have a friend, Kate, who's a Subway employee. And I have, she doesn't want to she, be put in that category? I, no, I, I have respect for her. I have respect for the sandwich artists of the world. Listen, but, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to I hear, think, Jay. Great. I think, I think. A lot of people start a union for the subway workers. Start a union for the subway workers out here. But um, I I think I think there's a lot of people in like the deli and everything, and uh, there's a lot of students who work at the dining halls that do like a really nice job of like being like, oh hi, like no, they care. They care. Some of the staffers you can tell that you're just like, yeah, this is my last job. This is the last job of my life. I (laughs) I was a banker. You know, um, I just needed something. Who was the old man? Who was the old man that's no longer here? I don't think. Oh my god, I don't even know what happened to him. Um, What's his name? Will? Oh my god, I don't remember his name. Um, Can we just go with William? No, he's an icon of the school. Does his name start with a D? I know what you're talking about. He looked like Herman Melville. I don't even know who that is. No, he he looked like an old, old, like sailor type. You know, (laughs) old sailor type. Um. I don't remember who it was. Oh my god! But I knew basically, he was a presidential, like, Secret Service member, like something like that. He would always tell me stories recounting of him working in the White House, which was a lot of fun. I feel like, and he is no longer here. I haven't seen him in a really long time, and I, I hope he's okay. Yeah, I know he was. He was on his last legs <laughs> in terms of jobs. Yeah, no, he he was quite old. Um, Did you find his name? I'm trying to look it up. Well, okay, so, all right, I'll talk about another CC member while you look that up. Um, another one is the chain smoker that <laughs> is constantly... Are they at a CC? Yes, she's yeah, the one no, in the wheelchair. Always, she and goes outside and smokes like a pack, like in, a, in like an hour. It's incredible. It's so crazy to see, you know, just the generations between smokers. Don, his name was Don. Don! Okay. Don! Yeah. Every, Don Don. I would always talk with him about, like, the weather and stuff when he worked at... Uh, towers and then they moved him out of his natural habitat put him in terraces he was there for like a day in the he was he was there for like a couple weeks i I, he said he had like two whole books written to me and just needed yeah he was writing a lot of poetry and i and i wanted to like help him like hey i i know some people in like the the writing department here do you want me to get you in contact with them he's like yeah and then i never saw him again wow (laughs) was that a sign so i I don't know what happened to him. I hope he's okay. I, I hope he's, he's doing so, well. I hope, I hope he's he, okay as well. I hope he has family to go back to, you know, sort of thing. But he definitely does. Yeah, I would say so. I hope so. I hope so as well. Is there any others that I you can think, think of? I can't think of any other dining. The uh, terrace lady who always scares me. She's always walking around. I think her name is Sarah. She scares me. If you're listening out there, you know what? Comment on my next post because I'll post a picture oh. of Jay of your favorite. <laughs> Dining hall worker, or if you don't even go to Ithaca, talk about your dining hall workers. Okay, anyway, we would love we would love to hear about your dining hall experiences. Back to films, real quick, just to make another. Yeah, go ahead. Talk about films. Transition. Okay, so <clears throat> I've gotten I've watched so many more films in 2019 than I have like any other year in my life. I think other than when I was watching when I was 10 years old, sitting there watching Disney Channel original movies every single night because that's oh. just what I do. Oh yeah. Uh, I was a cultured child, uh, but um, 
I loved so many movies. I would, I'd have to recommend, obviously, Parasite, but also, like, The Lighthouse, Jojo Rabbit. Just so many good movies. But the reason for that is because Clay and I, we have this friend group that's, like, like two-thirds of it is just, like, film students. Or, like, a good amount of it. Is. I mean, my roommate's a film student. Yeah, your roommate's a film student. My roommate's a film student. We've got that in common. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, we're the other, we're the other yeah, part. We're, the, we're, we're TV and journalism. Yeah. So... We've known each other for, what, like, a little over a year. A little over a year, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. How did did you get into that, like, the, that group, you know? Was it just, like, you I met Owen at, so, basically, I met Owen, um, he'll be on the podcast, he wants to be on the 12th episode of the podcast, this is episode 8. The 12th, why the 12th? Because he really likes that number, (laughs) for some reason. Um... Yeah, so he'll be on in like four episodes, and Kyle will also be on the podcast as well. So Owen um, was in an orientation group, and then we like split off from that orientation group to, and then he met like, I bet, what's funny is we have another friend named Ross, he's also a film student, and what's funny is I met him one time, but not with Owen. I met him by himself because he was a 49ers fan, and we talked about the 49ers for a while and then really and then it was he was really sad this year he was oh very sad god. oh my god i think I, I was like do you need help yeah like he was so, they were so close do you need to go to the hospital i hope not yeah it was very sad very depressive state for a 49ers fan but anyways so owen was best friends with ross and i had no idea and i met ross in a place called subconnect that is no longer at ic rest in uh, peace. peace rest in peace big big cc and um yeah and then i met him and then um owen met kyle in different classes and then you joined later mm-hmm. um because i think you lived in the same building yeah, I, was just, I was just like you just tagged whole, along because everyone ha- hung out in the same dorm, and I we was hung just, out at Homes Lounge, I was, I was and I didn't even walk around there. the like what you movies you guys watched there all the time. Yeah, we used to like, have a oh, movie can night. I, can I every sit in there? Do, every weekend? Yeah, uh, we're we're like too busy now to do that every weekend, but we do it every once in a while. Yeah, we you know? do it every once in a while. It's just nice. I mean, it's it's nice it's refreshing to, to like have a group to like go to. You no, know? I I totally agree. Yeah. You gotta have a good sports structure. What just was what, what was your like group in like high school? I'm curious. Like what? Oh, the complete you? opposite. I mean, <laughs> uh, so my one friend Jacob Corman, who was on the podcast episode three. If you haven't checked it out, please check it out already. Um, big. I don't even. I wouldn't say frat. I would say like sporty boys, but not really sporty boy. I don't know. I think just like sport, just sports related people. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it was. Yeah. Like. Not frat, like frat, but not at the point of frat. I know what you mean. I I, I know a lot of people, I think, kind of like how you're describing. I, I think I understand the vibe you're going for. So, like, what sports did you do in high school? I didn't I didn't play in high school, but I did, like, rec basketball. Oh, okay. I played, like, rec basketball. basketball. Yeah. I was a big hustler. Um, I loved to hu- – I think hustling – I was the best hustler because people told me that. But in every other regard, I was like, okay. Okay, so – I have a confession to make, not only to you, but to my parents as well, because they were both big basketball players. They're big basketball fans. I am the worst basketball player you will ever meet in your life. No, I've met worse. <laughs> I am so bad. I, I used to have campers that, like, I don't even think knew what a basketball was. <laughs> they might be able to shoot better than I am. I, I can only like, dribble fine. I can play defense fine. But when it comes to shooting the ball, I can. I'm hey, defense wins championships. That's true. If you're not good on offense, you That's can always true. work on defense. I was much more – I did it, like, Little League, like, forever. Like, uh, since, like – Yeah, you got an Oakland A's, A's hat, got hat, hat right here. Right here. I don't have it on right now. But I, I went to an Oakland A's game when I went on my team A's. tour. It was really yeah, fun. Yeah, they were, they were my uh, Little League team. I don't know why that was my team, but, like, I, I'm not complaining, but I love the hat. I like the S. I like the green. I was – um, I also played Little League, and I was the – Arizona Diamondbacks, which was really cool, yeah. um, and also the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, those are cool. Uh, my too. area actually is like such a good literally from. I'm from uh, Greater Binghamton. Oh yes, can we talk about this? I actually uh, wanted to mention this. So, Enwell. Yeah. well New York. Enwell, New York actually won the they, Little League World Series in 2016. They, did. they peaked at 12. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like imagine that. Imagine like you're at a bar. You're like 40 years old. And you go there, there's this guy in, like, a little main end wall baseball cap. And he's oh, my like, God. Hey, kid. You want to hear something cool? I 
was a national hero back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> me. I won the Little League World Series championships against, I think it was Japan. I think it was e- it was either Japan or South Korea. It's so crazy. But like that, it it's, it's crazy for them. Like great, it it's great <clears> for them. I have a friend whose brother was on the team. Uh, like I like you can be as proud as you want for that those guys. That's an awesome achievement, and it should not be done. My dad almost did. I think, uh, yeah. So, I think like he almost went to the Little League World Series, like mm. just to compete. But I think he lost. He lost to some team. We went to a wedding somewhere. I don't remember where it was. I don't even know what team he played for. But it was like upstate New York, mm. just like similar to you. And he, yeah, he lost like one game and didn't didn't make it when he was like twelve. Yeah, we have we like in my area. There's so many like little towns like divisions and everything so there's so right many, so many like little teams to play against it so we have like the the like in district league i guess you would call it like all the main end well kids divide into different teams right baseball, right softball. that's how in marlboro it but works then, as well yeah then over the summer it's like the quote-unquote all-star league where everyone who wants to play over the summer they sign up and then they go against teams from other schools it was really cool and it was a really cool system and i definitely i definitely miss Playing baseball, you know, I was I played. Uh, I was terrible at baseball. I didn't <laughs> really care to be completely really? honest. Yeah, I was just um, I was I was one of those picking dandelions no. sort of kid. Okay, I, I did. I that's was me for soccer and also a little bit when I was in. The oh, I was the same for soccer yeah. as well. Yeah, but I played soccer when I was in like elementary school. Like it <laughs> really? It's, uh, it yeah, was, I think I did as well. Like, like kindergarten, like first grade, and that was pretty much it. And I was just yeah. like, I'm done. What? When you have, if if and when you have kids, would you make them do sports? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I think that I think sports not only builds a physical physique, but it also teaches you life lessons. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm more friendly because I played sports, and like yeah. you know I have a more competitive edge, and like I'm more of a hard worker in school because I was able to bring that from mm-hmm. sports, and also learn to work as a team. Which of course, I mean you know with <clears throat> journalism. And also with me, with television radio, I mean, working as a team is so important in a communications field. And you learn those skills. And, like, sometimes you don't learn those skills in school, but if you learn them in the sports world, you can be a better person. So that's how I feel. I think I got a lot of that from, like, individual sports as well as team sports, you know, because, like, I did did swim uh, for middle school. What uh, swim events did you compete in? I did – uh, hundred fly mostly, occasionally uh, like two hundred IM, which is all the strokes, and then just whatever else I was feeling that day. Uh, I was never like the best, but I, I just enjoyed it so much. I love, yeah, it's I, I great. I love the team. I love. Uh, I think something I love about it is that it's you know individual. You're like even though you're against people in the pool, you're really competing against your own time, your own self, you know, and that's a really cool thing I think because you can like measure the achievement. You can measure like, okay, I'm like, I I need to cut off X amount of time, so I'm gonna put more effort in to do that sort of thing. You're you're competing against yourself. No, that's so true, and I agree. That's similar to track. You know, you're competing I did, I did against track yourself. Too, and I loved it. Uh, I feel I was, like track and swimming is very compatible. Yeah, they're very they're very similar like structures. They work completely different muscles, obviously, but uh, very different structure. Or very similar structure, anyway. Uh, I did hurdles. I did 110 hurdles, which was super fun. Um, if I had to do one sport here, like, if I had to pick a D3 sport, it would probably be track. Uh, if I We're uh, second in the nation in women's cross country. Did you know are. that? Yes. Really? I did not know that. Yes. I think we're behind Williams College. I don't even know. Huh. What, uh, Will, Williams or Wilkins That's College or something like that. I mean, it makes sense. We have all the hills here. Like you, you have to, <laughs> you have to be really strong to uh, do long distance running. When I, when I do, when I run, I haven't ran recently too much because it's, it has been very cold <laughs> here. Yeah, I know. But it's I, it's, I it's like crazy. The the, I mean, I see like faculty and also students like running around here. Oh I'm like, how do you do that? I don't know. Maybe it's just like maybe you like you like the feeling of just feeling cold and like bringing I, I yourself like, out of that i have, I have like no idea asthma that shows up every once in a while and usually it's like the cold dry air will kind of trigger that so i generally avoid it uh swimming in the winter has been really good for me i am 
I, I'm on the e-board for the swim club, just kind of the, hey, e-board. the uh, meet manager, which is basically do whatever they ask me to do. And So you schedule events and that sort uh, of thing? Kind of. It's really a collaborative effort. Like Everyone just works together as much as they can because uh, we all have busy schedules. But I just go in. I make workouts on some days, you know, sort of thing. Uh, and it's just it, it's just really nice to be able to have like a team and uh, – still not have to like dedicate half my life to it and be able to just go in for a couple hours. Yeah, it's great. Week. I think it's, club it's works good. for that because some people just don't really want to put in all mm-hmm. of their time to do, you know, a particular sport. Yeah. And club allows to have that happy medium of just being able to do your work and also being able to, you know, enjoy a sport that you love. Yeah. And you can still compete in everything too. It's it, it's so it's a nice happy medium. Uh, for me, anyway. But, like, running, I love running. It's very... I like, do, too. I run I know, pretty much meditative. every day. It's very... Med- you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, before I work out and stuff, oh, I run usually on, like, a mile. Yeah, stuff? treadmill. Yeah, so I, I run, like, a mile I could never, I can never get into it on a treadmill. Because, for me, like, I just like the meditative aspect of it, you know? Well, my friend told me that if you use a treadmill, like, your knees buckle. Yeah, because there isn't as much variety. I think I think what you've got to do is like raise the incline a little bit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I have it and at like better. So like right now, I would say I have it like at a seven, and yeah. then like I run like at like a speed of seven. Mm-hmm. So like the incline and the speed complement each other. Yeah, and yeah. I run that way. Uh, I don't know. I like to see like a dynamic like scenery sort of thing, you know. And I like to feel like I'm going somewhere, you know, like a complete loop sort of thing. So I like to make like a little map. And think it through and then follow. Have you ever tried running near the falls? I have not. I need to do that. I think that'd be so fun. It's going to be warmer in like a month or two. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this winter, I mean, I've talked to people. This winter hasn't been as bad as the previous winter that we had last year. Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, there's been a lot of snow. But like, I mean, that's that's to be expected. There was that one day that it was like. Like sixty degrees, just in the middle of January. Yeah, it was really that happened like, last year too. I think that happened think in the middle so. of February, mm-hmm. and like everybody just, was outside. I just I was remember like, what I was is like, going on. I was at that was during winter break. I was at home, and um, my friend Gavin showed up to this one gathering like six hours late, <laughs> and uh, we and my other friends were leaving. I'm like, Gavin, do you want us to walk around town? He was like, Yeah. So we just walked at like eleven. To, from like eleven to like one a.m. That's nice. And just in just beautiful, like nice warm weather in the middle of January. I mean, obviously we leave. But, I'm, I I'm, I mean, Ithaca must be amazing yeah. in the summer. I, I haven't like walked downtown and just chilled downtown in a while. Like I've gone there for things, but I, I really want to because it's just a nice area. You yeah, know? I agree. I mean, there's a lot of different shops. You know, you can travel yeah. to and everything like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do you have any other things on club sports? Club sports? Uh, no, no, not really. Um, just, I think, I think they're really good. Like, I, I agree with your point of just like, I think the happy medium. Yeah. I think the happy medium. And I think just being involved in something like competitive in that sense, it, or it, it, it gives you a nice medium to like try things out there, try different like mentality stuff out. Like it doesn't have; it's different from schoolwork. You can separate it from like schoolwork, and I think that's nice. yeah. It's a nice outlet, and I yeah. think that's another thing that I didn't address when I was saying, "Oh, I'm going to make my kids play sports." It's a nice outlet. Yeah. You need an outlet from school. These kids work too hard. Run, too hard run, here. Just run and scream and kick. A yeah, ball. exactly. <laughs> I felt like basketball, when it was time to play basketball, I felt like I couldn't forget about all my work. Speaking you of know, kids, let's pick the mind of our host here. What was your favorite TV show to watch as a As, as a, a child? As a little tyke. Oh my god, this is so hard. Do you have one? <laughs> uh, Crocodile Hunter and Kim Possible. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crocodile Hunter. Crikey. <laughs> You're such a boring guy. I'm thinking of the epic <laughs> rap battle of history. <laughs> Crikey, That's You're fantastic. such a boring guy. No, that was uh, show about the ocean dry with John <laughs> Cousteau, and he's playing. He's competing against John Cousteau. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked. I don't know, like, I mean, well, here's the thing. So basically, I have two sisters. I think I've talked about it on the podcast, but they were, you know, they forced me to watch girly shows. Girly shows. So I watched Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. iCarly, yeah, Victorious. The classics. The classics. Classics. Dan Schneider Productions. We don't want to talk about Dan Schneider now. <laughs> That's bad. 
Do you think? Wait, do you believe the conspiracy theory that like he got fired from Nickelodeon because of sexual harassment claims? I have no idea. I've not been keeping up on like drama from Nickelodeon in so long. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, he did I mean, something it's, wrong. To people it's I so bad. About, like, I mean, I've watched documentaries on him and John Chris Felucci, who is the creator of uh, Ren Stimpy. And he yeah, used no, to, he, that's some, I, I'm not too familiar. It I was like an friend. open secret that he dated like a 18 year old. Yeah. Like I, have a, I have a friend who was really into Rhett and Stimpy and like she found that out and it really, it really made her upset. Like you, to know that something that gave her such comfort as like a child was. Like, I mean, this has happened numerous times over. Yeah. The same has happened to the, um, you know, the new show, the loud house on Nickelodeon. That also the creator um, also got yeah, ousted for that. that. Really? He got fired off his own show That's for great. sexual harassment claims. Yeah. And it's great that we're we're starting to see this happen. Yeah. No, like, it, say what you want, just like, it, there's all these, like, comedians and people who are just like, oh, you can't say anything anymore sort of thing. Well, have you ever stopped and thought, like, ah, maybe you shouldn't? Like, yeah. I think it, I think it's good that, there, that we have reached a point now where, like, People are more accepting of like opening up this conversation of hey, what you said made me really unhappy, uncomfortable. This shouldn't happen. This makes the workplace bad. You shouldn't. Be but does it? That. But Jay, does it deny their freedom of speech? I think if it, I think if it's direct harassment, then I don't care. <laughs> do Do you mean for stand up comedians, or do you mean think, just in people in general? I don't think. I th- I don't think it's a free speech issue. I think it's a courtesy issue i don't think free speech means you should go around and like just harass people and like uh mock people like free speech sure but like the free speech is supposed to be like legitimate pro like protest against like issues and stuff not just the freedom to make fun of minorities (laughs) yeah no i agree yeah i I mean i think stereotypical humor has definitely gone away yeah it's definitely not gone away but it like it has it's lessened to a degree that you know, you don't have to, you know... It's rightly critiqued. It's rightly critiqued, and I think in 20 years, we'll, you know, we'll lessen the blow even yeah. more. And who's, I your, think, who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Oh, um, I really like uh, Dave Chappelle. I, I also enjoy Chappelle. Dave yes. Chappelle <laughs> is... We've seen... Me and my dad have seen... No, we haven't seen him twice. We've, we've seen him one time, cool. and he was great. Um, he just... He just lights up a room. Yeah. He just... Oh my god, I stopped recording. That's so weird. When did you stop recording? No, I like just now. That's oh, so okay. strange. So if you miss that, <laughs> we'll we can, all we attach it. Quick, quick technical difficulty. To quick technical difficulty. <laughs> I accidentally pressed the space bar. But so <laughs> that was so weird. Um, okay, so what we were talking about was our favorite stand-up comedians. Yeah. I said Dave Chappelle. Just because he always lights up a room and he always is constantly making you aware of you know social situations mm-hmm. you know I, I and really like john mulaney you do uh, yeah he's just really funny to me i also like dave Chappelle a lot um but john mulaney is just that good like slightly absurd wacky humor that really gets me uh i don't know i i want to go to they have comedy club events here i've only went to one of them i really want to go to another one though. they do a drunk open mic they do a drunk open yeah mic. which Ooh. is tonight it's tonight if you would like to come oh where it's in circle. Let's talk about this after. Uh, but which is weird because when I upload this podcast, it'll no longer. Yeah, exactly. Be, like it, it's this will be dated. This will be yes. <laughs> but no, like I, I enjoy I enjoy that sort of thing. Like it's it, I I like people to be able to have that like expressive medium. You know, um, what I, I'm curious what what got you? Actually, no. Let's 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 pick your mind a little bit more. What got you here to Ithaca College? I'm very curious. I don't think what I've got ever me asked, here. I don't think I've ever asked you this. I think I've always wanted to be a performer. I've just always been fascinated with you know people. Mm-hmm. Like I got involved with the fame. I got blinded by the fame. No, but in all seriousness, I think like I don't know. I just really enjoy. I knew I always wanted to do something in front of the camera or like, you know, in front of a microphone like this mm-hmm. because it's just, you know, I like to express my thoughts and, you know, I want to, I want to change the world. Yeah. I want to change how people think and just bring a sort of kindness to people. Yeah. And, you know, like people don't know that's my goal, but it really is, you know, yeah. I want to have the fame in order to 
influence people to be better people mm-hmm. and to, you know, just have fun and laugh because there's so much, there's so, I'm going to get emotional, but like there's so much brutal stuff that, you know, occurs in the world today. And we just, you know, we need to have a laugh once in a while. And I feel mm-hmm. that that's possible. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. Like, I mean, I'm kind of involved in it in the same way. Like I, <clears throat> I kind of got onto the path I'm on now from seeing stuff like, you know, like 60 Minutes, something like that, where you can just Oh, see, I love 60 Minutes when I was like in high school, of course. You see, like, a story from either, like, your backyard or somewhere else in the world, and you're either inspired to change something in your life, or just it brings a smile to your face, you know? Yeah, something, exactly. Like, because you got to realize that there's so much more to the world than just, like, your, your 9 to 5, you know, sort of thing. And it, you can take joy in so many things, just everywhere, always. And I think... Sometimes people need to be reminded of that, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. And in, in ways that aren't just, like, dulling your brain on, like, Instagram for an hour sort of thing. Kind yeah, of. I think that entertainment allows you to see the world in a different light, Yeah, you know? In these different channels and everything like that. And I just always thought that radio was just so cool because, like, you know, you could speak your mind. Mm-hmm. and everything like that it didn't matter what subject it was and i feel like this podcast allows you to speak your mind yeah, especially, especially and i hope i'm doing a good <laughs> job of like letting people you know talk about themselves and like you know allow them to express their feelings and thoughts and all that good oh. stuff you know what i mean yeah i know what you mean there's a lot of really good podcasts out there like in the last couple of years there's a lot of really good ones what's like what's some of your podcasts that you have looked to at in the past that you've enjoyed i mean i just, I don't know, just, like, a bunch of sports ones that, like, sports you wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they're all, like, simulcast on TV. Yeah. And that's really how I've, you know, that's how I've done it. There's a couple good ones that are, like, fictional that I really like. There's, there's one called The Orbiting Human Circus. That yeah. I highly, highly recommend. It's just beautiful. Uh, very imaginative story. But there, there's also... It just talks about imaginative stories. Is that yeah. what it is? Well, it is. It's just... It's one continuous story, but it's so just well done and interesting. I highly recommend. Nice, nice. Uh, but then, then also there's like sit down talk stuff like this that I, I always really enjoy just putting it on and just listening to some different takes and like, it, it's so much. This medium is so much better than like, going on like, uh, I don't know, like a TV news channel and getting a clip from a guy for see, like ten uh, seconds. See, I've realized this is so much nicer. Yeah, you, you can actually like, express thoughts in like a really clear way, and people sit there and. Like, actually understand, like, try to work to understand people. Like, it, it, it's kind of beautiful, you know? You you have all these people saying, like, oh, Gen Z doesn't have an attention span. But then we're also watching, like, or listening to, like, three-hour podcasts. <laughs> yeah, right. But I think, yeah, I, I've realized that, you know, my major is obviously television and radio. I've taken classes mostly in television. I mean, there's not really a lot of radio stations or a lot of radio-type classes. But I feel as though that I enjoy working on a radio production more than a TV production because you're so limited with TV. You're, you really are. Like, you don't really speak for a long time. But, like, with the radio, you can speak for as long as you want. You know, most of these people in the real world take four-hour shifts, you know? Yeah. They're playing music in between and commercials. And it's the what, same thing as TV. What's your experience been – as a sportscaster. I don't I don't know the sports side of things for Well, it's WIC. very similar. I mean, obviously you're a newscaster for WICB as yeah. well. It's very similar to what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, we write a minute 30 piece on Ithaca Cornell and, you know, professional sports. And then you can, which is um, what I'm doing tonight, um, you can commentate. I'm not commentating, but um, doing pregame for Ithaca men's basketball, which would be really exciting and I'm looking forward to that. And then, you know, um, you can look to the producing route, you know. Um, the reason why I've done this podcast is I've learned all the different skills in order to create a podcast. I've learned Adobe Audition, which is what this is recorded on, and how to edit, and, you know, how to scale things down, yeah. and then, you know, putting them into Zeta and reprogram programming them so that they could be on a radio station and be outletted to other different people. Mm-hmm. So... That's mostly it. There's not really a lot to sports radio in that sense, but they're really important aspects of the radio. Yeah, field. and then there's the whole like performance aspect too. Like you exactly doing it, just good go, going on and like even in just oh, like so fun. recording booth, like just yeah. using your voice in different ways. Oh my god, I had so much fun my freshman year doing a sports talk show. Mm-hmm. You know, I did one for Ithaca, and then I did a bunch of interviews 
And I thought that was so much fun. And, you know, I use those skills that I, that I assess there and I use it now. And I think it made me a better performer and a better editor and a better producer. Yeah. Anyone who's new to the college experience or looking into radio at all, like I, I, if you have the opportunity at a college station to just try it out, I'd recommend. Yeah, I agree as well. And you know, it doesn't have to be your major. I know plenty of people that don't. You know, Dan Rogers is a perfect example. He's a politics major. My sister's a politics major. I, I love Dan Rogers. Great man. Great He's beard. in a great band. I hope he comes on the podcast one day. I think that'd be really fun. Like him Steely and his Dan him, Rogers. Steely Dan Rogers with his band. I mean, his <laughs> band we, is Can we talk about how there's such good WICB Twitters? Oh, yeah. VIC like, Twitter is amazing. VIC Twitter is great. Bridget, Bridget Bright, news director, her tw- Twitter is so I think just funny. Ithaca people in general. Yeah. They're just, Dan Twitter's Rogers just has great Twitter. Sam Ives, great Twitter. Like, it, it, WICB Twitter is good. I think just anybody's Twitter. I think Ithaca is just so creative that you know people just spew whatever they want. Yeah, because a, a lot of people would just... That, okay, can I, I, I want to talk about something kind of great that I noticed, like, especially yes. in my second year here. You can, in college versus high school, no one gives a crap about anything. Like, about, like, other people. And oh, about do. their appearances yeah. or what, you know, like, what they want to talk about. I totally agree with there, that, yeah. Can, like, I mean, of course people are going to judge things privately, but it's not, it's not something to, like, express to other people. Like, oh my god, did you see what Sally did? Because you're not with the same group of people you've known since you were five years old. And also, it's just, it, like, people are, I think... I feel like a lot of people are more understanding of one another, you know, sort of thing. People are more connected here than I feel like I was with, you know, high school people. I don't know about that necessarily, but like people are at more of like a mutual understanding, you know, just like, well, you live with these people. You know what I mean? You do your thing. I do my thing. We go to the same dorms every day. We have this, like it, there's an understanding. It's nice. I I agree with that. Like in high school, my group, unlike, uh, <laughs> you had the sports kid experience. I had the uh, the theater and music kid experience. With, yes, with a little bit of sports sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was such a nice, like, well connected, like, family. Like, it was so close. We did like so much together. That's where if you were a music kid, you did you were a theater kid. Also, it's very nice to hear all these other things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you like you, you, uh, now you're here and you find like a clique of like very different people. Like some of them are in your classes, but also just people you meet in a very like real adult sense you know you meet people like naturally and it's it, it's nice because you can have your like click but you could also have so many other people to mingle with that you still haven't met yet it's not like you know everyone in the school yeah you're meeting cool, new people all the time i mean with ithaca if you know it's the kevin bacon theory if you know one person you know everyone on the campus that's pretty much how it works <laughs> you know what Clay? i have to say something what's up jay me being a theater kid, would you have bullied me in high school? No, not at all. <laughs> I actually wanted to be a theater kid. I've talked about this on the podcast. I, know, I, I was just I, too I afraid. Massey and that crew, and they were talking about theater. I'm like, oh, Clay, you should do a show. I know, I know. <laughs> I feel, you know, I, I always had that fear of like being judged, but now I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll do radio, I'll do TV. I, you know, I'm sticking my, you know, I was, I was nervous last semester because, like, I don't know, I was afraid of commentating, but I'm doing it now. So, you know, just try different things and have fun. Mm-hmm. I, I just think, have fun. I think it, doing theater, because I did it since like fifth grade, I think it was a really big developmental thing for me, especially because I, you have to just go out there and do it, you know? There's no one who's going to like walk you through it on stage. Like you memorize your lines, you go out there, you do it. And that's just what it is. And if you mess up, you mess up, but like you've got to recover. you got to keep moving. There was this one, <laughs> there was this one moment in, um, my eighth grade play, which was the the worst theater uh, production I've ever been a part what of. Per, what production? It was this was? super cheap play that they found called Murder Mystery at the Murder Mystery, written by some dude somewhere who with a full thing of typos in it. And it was this terrible, like, oh, there's a murder so mystery. So he wasn't even a, but right. it's a murder mystery in the murder mystery. It's so crazy, man. But there, there there's this one instance where someone says a line that happens like two pages ahead. And um, me and my friend Sarah, Sarah Willikas, she was on stage. And if Sarah happens to listen to this, God bless you. I love you. You've been my theater partner all through Aww, middle school, high school. That's so sweet. Phenomenal, phenomenal human being at BU's theater program. That's so nice. But um, also, I hope she's enjoying the new Clone Wars episode. Uh, but <laughs> so we kind of just look at each other like, 
what do we do now? We improvise like a whole page worth of just material. And this is like Saturday night, like full crap, well, full as full as middle school plays get. And we were ju we just like BSed it all the way through until we finally got back on track. And it was just kind of this beautiful, like chaotic moment of, oh my God, we just survived that moment. Um, but no, like, and, and you, you have things like that. You've like props go wrong. You have all these other things happen, but you just, that's the same thing with TV. Out. You know, yeah, you gotta, exactly. you, you know, if something good, my professor, Chrissy guess who I love, um, the semester where I'm taking her class, she said, if something goes wrong on air, you got to fix it right away. Yeah. There's, you're not going to stop it um, and like get help acting. I have to say like being in a couple student films here, acting in film is so weird compared to acting in theater because theater you get like all the emotional beats of the character in in a row you know rehearsals of course no but like on an actual production if you get really into the character you can follow their journey you know in a way but film it's just like upward oh, this set piece we're gonna do scenes three six five seven and twelve something like that and you just have to be in that place for that character at that time and not and have to realize the whole context of what's going on you because you're only getting that one shot. You have to be aware you know, of your environment and you have to environment be compatible the with the people that you're with. Yeah, and the story around you in much more, but like in what is kind of an unnatural way, you know, because it's so segmented. Like you're only doing, you're only filming that particular shot. Right, Instead right. of in theater, you do the whole scene in one go. It's it's just a weird uh, difference. You, it definitely feels different. I like it, but especially because you don't have to memorize as much. But it's uh, it's still really a good experience. It's just different, you know. Theater is a great experience, and you know, recommend. You know, we're, this is the recommendation podcast. Yeah. Theater, sports, college, do have all you, of have, it. Have you get out of your comfort zone? Have you been zone. to one of the smaller Dillingham shows yet? Like I've not. Okay, I'm going to take you to one of the uh, studio shows. Ooh. They, they, there's three main like types of Dillingham Productions. There's the ones in the big theater, the smaller theater, and the really small theater. The really small theater is like the little studio. Uh, I forget what it's called. I thought they were all filmed in a big studio. That's uh, what I always thought. No, there's the there's the big the big like auditorium theater. There's the like smaller like, kind of... I don't know what size uh, room to compare it to, but it's kind of a black box, like chairs on the side, but it, everything's black. Uh, but then there's the small like studio theater where it's just the one kind of bleacher, and there's the actors are right there, like looking at you. That's so crazy. Right in front of you, and it's so intimate. It's so intimate in space. Uh, there's this one. There's this one theater I want to shout out from home. It's called No Theater. Really intimate, like nice, up close and personal space where you can like feel the actors breathe you know it's <laughs> so weird. and it's so it's so impact especially when it's like a hard-hitting like drama it really hits you and that's what those studio shows do um and and just to know that it's all directed produced everything by students is really cool i think that's like yeah it gives you a great yeah. team building aspect yeah i wish i had time to do like the second stage shows or something like that but You'll well, find time eventually yeah, I'm gonna take in your less, college career. I'm going to take less. I did a show my first semester, and I met a lot of really cool people through that. Uh, Almost Maine, great show. But I haven't had the time since because I've been like maxing out credits. I've been doing stuff for so many other things. Yeah, right. But uh, I really want to do it again uh, come junior or senior year. So hopefully I will. Sounds good. Do you have anything else for theater? We're wrapping up towards the end of the podcast. Theater, um... I don't know. I think my favorite my favorite show I've ever done is probably Les Mis. If you've ever have you ever seen Les Mis? I've never seen Les Mis. Okay. So watch the the twenty fifth anniversary. It has Nick Jonas in it. Oh it's very I love good. Nick I, Jonas. I played, the year three thousand. I love that song. I played, by the Jonas Brothers. It's actually not by the Jonas Brothers. That's a cover of another band. Is, but it, every, every, is it actually? Yeah. Oh, it's it, everyone, well, I'm never listening to that Brothers. song ever again because it's fake. It's not fake. It's just another band did it first, you know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. But yeah, I played the role uh Marius that uh Marius? Yes. That I was Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Did Nick you Jonas. did you feel like Nick Jonas? Uh, no, because uh, he was 
I mean, he's Nick Jonas. He, <laughs> he, 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 he's not the best actor, but he has a nice voice. Um, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Pretty beautiful. Pretty beautiful. Shout out to the Jonas Brothers. Come back. Did you just say come back? There's been a lot of cool, like, interesting comebacks for bands over this last year. There was, like, Jonas Brothers. Now there's My Chemical Romance. Yeah, that's true. Rage Against the Machine. I've been listening to a lot of My Chemical Romance recently. I did, it, back in, like, middle school, I, I saw the people with, like, the My Chem shirts and everything. And I was like, ah, no. I don't want to be an emo scene kid like that. And that music's stupid. No. And now I'm listening to it, like, 14 years later and emo like, music oh is God, great is it lets so out your great. emotions oh, it makes great. you feel a certain way so yeah sounds good well we've reached the, the end of the podcast what i do at the end of every podcast is i go over the rants of the week do you have a rant of the week mr j bradley i think my rant of the week is just on myself to uh take care, better care of myself through my schedule i oh my I god this to, is a very serious rant of the week I, t- I tend to put a lot of uh, stuff on my plate just because I want to like maximize my time here, you know, because I'm only, you're only in college for like four years. You only get so many opportunities, but I, I need to take it slower sometimes, you know, uh, I get that. Yeah. No, like, uh, some days I'm working on a bunch of different stuff from like the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. That's how I felt with last semester with radio. Yeah. I felt like I was constantly working on radio and, stuff and, well, and I've let, I've let good. go of that this semester. I mean, so it can be better. good. It can, it can be addicting. Like it could be addicting. Work is addicting. Yeah. I agree with that. But, it could like, be. You got to take care of yourself sometimes, and that's something I got to figure out. I got to figure out Mark's time for me. You know, good for so, you. Yeah. Well, mine's mine's more aggressive. So basically, <laughs> here's the thing: if you're gonna friend me, you should talk to me in real life. You know, because I try talking to as many people as possible. If you're gonna friend me on LinkedIn, <laughs> or you're gonna friend me on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, I should know who you are. I want to be. I want to have a close, intimate relationship in you in real life, compared to the virtual world. The virtual world doesn't matter. Okay, I don't want. I don't want to post a picture of myself with my shirt off and me with a hot dog in my mouth to somebody that I don't even know. It's ridiculous. Do you think? Do you think like private, like Instagram stories, that sort of thing, help with that, or would you rather just not have? No, to I think anyone. I think everyone. Listen, my my Finsta is my Instagram, pretty much. I am open to posting whatever I want. Yeah. Because I feel as though that you're getting the real side of me, you know? And this is a real podcast. This is how I act in real life. This is not an act. I, I don't play to I don't play against the society like you were talking about my chemical romance. <laughs> I am my chemical romance. I don't play to society standards. I do whatever I want on my podcast. This is my podcast. This is mine. I'll try not to take it from you. Good. Don't take it from me. I, no, you I really want to start. Uh, I need to start collecting names, but I, re- I really want to start something like this for like in the future. You want to like, start your own podcast in the future? I think I would it's love a, for I you to. Nice you should. Format. It's so much I would fun. love to talk to people like doing stuff in like the local community wherever I end up. Like, for, I think this is job, great. I think I thing. yeah. I think this podcast. It was mostly a sports podcast. I will admit it was, yeah. and um, I think it's transitioned to like how. You know, I bring on a guest and we just talk about whatever they want to talk yeah. about. And you get something new each week. Exactly. And I think and that's you, great. And you can even have the same person on multiple times. Oh, I agree. Like a recurring guest. That'd be great. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I feel energized. You do? With my, I picked up a peach hibiscus uh, herbal tea before I came <gasps> here, really expecting it to be caffeinated. And then it wasn't when I found I've it. I've drank. But it's full of enough sugar that it's fine. I've had a lot <laughs> of peach teas ever since I've come to college. I haven't oh, drank in a lot good. of tea. Before college, but now I have. I know coffee makes me feel like I'm dying. <laughs> so I, yeah, I know. I had a Dunkin' today, and I was like, Sh- yeah. shakes everywhere. It just makes my heart feel like it's gonna die. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Do you have anything else for any topics that we discussed today, uh, Mr. J. Bradley? I just want to say, Clay. Um, even though we've known each other for quite a while now, we haven't had as much. You know, I agree. One on one, one on one time, it's, bro. It was great. It's been good. It's been oh good. my god! No, I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your energy. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you energi- Jay. I appreciate you energizing the people. Jay, you know? I, thank you. You, I you are like the that. most extroverted person I've ever met. Wow, so, like, that's you know? very nice. But thank you not, for saying that. But not in like a bad way. Like, no, I get you're, that. You're very. Like, I appreciate that. Very outgoing. That's very nice. You know, Jay, you let me experience things that like I've never even thought of, and I think that's just Ithaca College in general and all the people that you know I've met. Um, you know, I didn't know what drag was. 
before <laughs> I came here. That's a that's a weird example. Or just like music, you know, going, you know, and all the drama plays because we're yeah. gonna go to one eventually. Yeah. We'll go to the small theater ones, which will be a lot of fun. But yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Jay, do you have anything that you would like to plug in terms of your social media or anything um, you know that you're doing on campus or okay, whatever? So a couple things. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at J R Bradley, J A Y R Bradley. Instagram is JBWN. That's something that came up in like middle school, like because why not? Because I was just like, Ha-ha. I feel like we all did that. Just like Tihi, uh, why not have an Instagram? You know, like <laughs> JBWN. Uh, hope I'm gonna have a lot of content for a couple things going up there soon for WICB News. Yay! And, we love WICB uh, News. Another thing, TNT Radio is something. Uh, TNT Radio Productions is something I got kind of lopped onto. What is TNT Radio Productions? Okay, so because T- I feel like I don't know what it is. So what it is is uh, fictional audio stories. You know, kind of like um, fictional podcasts, like fictional radio dramas. You know. Like from like the 1930s and the 1940s. That's the idea, but like not necessarily like dated. Like we'll do some old adaptations, but also like new modern stuff. We really want people to write for it. I'm mostly doing uh, the production side of things right now, but I really want to write some stuff in the future. That's I've got, cool. I've got some story ideas. Do you like, like edit like using like Pro yeah, Tools using and stuff? like Pro Tools and Audition? That's that so sort of cool, thing. dude. That's so much um, fun. So I hope that's going to. If you ever need help with that, I can definitely yeah, help totally. you because we're they, on a similar path with that. They're like just finishing up recordings for. Uh, it's one adaptation of an old school mystery uh, novel called Clouds of Witness, and that's Ooh. that's like a nice, like cheesy, like you know. Have you ever seen like Clue? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, like that sort of thing. Yeah, um, Clue's a great board game. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, like of all the board games, it's like, it's the one most of the fun. best one. I feel like it's very creative. Um, and they put a lot of hard work. So yeah, it. follow yeah. TNT Radio Productions. Yeah, on dude. Facebook or Instagram or and Instagram and Instagram. Uh, follow on check both. me out on WICB News. I do a lot of um, I do a lot of stories for them. Uh, I'm gonna post a lot of them on Instagram uh, just to remind people. Hey, check it out. Good. I have, I have a ton of fun. I've become. Re- I've honestly become really proud of. Like the stuff I've made recently. Same here. Uh, like, like with my sports interviews that he did last semester, I felt really. If, proud of if them you as well. listen to my like first story I did like like January of like last year, I was like I had such a more timid voice. I was my editing was not the best, like and my writing was not the best. But now I've like you've I've, exceeded I've, all expectations. I've exceeded expectations for myself because it was something I just did it for fun. You know, I I thought like oh I would try like TV and stuff, but no like. When I heard like radio was doing like longer form packages, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, okay. isn't this interesting? This is something I can really do. And I'm really proud of like the progress I've made with a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with what I've been able to do so far. Um, I'm very glad, Jay. You know, yeah. this was a great podcast. I appreciate it. You can follow the Energized Podcast on Instagram and now Twitter. Oh my God, what we got a Twitter account now? What's the handle? It's at Clayton with. For some reason, I made it that way. Um, my friends have made fun of me because I've made a Clayton with. I don't know why I, I named it that. It's like Clayton with Clayton people. with people. Yeah, yeah, dude, you can think, think of it, it like works. that. Well, one per, one of the one one of my friends was like, like that was the weirdest combination of names you could ever make. Like Energize is not in there, but you can follow the Instagram handle at e n e r dot gize g i z e with Clayton Davis on Instagram. Jay, I want to thank you once again. Um, come on, come back anytime you want to. You are a recurring guest now. Um, I hope everybody has a fabulous day, weekend, whatever. And um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. See you. Bye.